This is Collector's Quest Episode 9. Today Kat and I talk about the Final Fantasy 7 remake, the sadness it makes in my heart, and we go over our new segment, Spotlight, in which we talk about a game that's underappreciated and give you a little bit of information on why we think you should check it out. And welcome to another episode of Collector's Quest. I'm Kat, here with Johnny. Hey, Kat. How are you doing today? Oh, it's good. It's it, good? Well, that's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I'm going to have to change that intro up. I think that's how every single one of our podcasts go. Hey, Johnny, how's it going? It's good. It's good. I've got a stunning vocabulary all those years of college to come out with. It's good. Well, that's better than I had a terrible day and I don't want to do this. <laughs> That's true. Did you have a terrible day and not want to do this? No, I haven't left the studio. I've had a wonderful day of fabric, so this is a nice relief. <laughs> have you been fabricating? I have been fabricating, yes. I have been making fabric into fabric garments. <laughs> that, That's something that you are fabricating, you are creating. Yes, I am, and, and this is a nice relief to kind of get in a game bubble and pretend that the studio doesn't exist. <laughs> All right, well, what are we talking about today, Kat? Well, we're going to talk about uh, a game spotlight, talking about a game that's fun. Um, my game for today is more reasonably priced. Um, it's great if you have a big collection, you probably already have it in your collection. If you started collecting and you like puzzle games, this is a great one to get. Okay, so well, let me ask you, hold on, let me ask you a question. So this game is not expensive? No, this is not expensive. You can find it on eBay anywhere from 12 to $20. Is that complete in box or is that card only? That's card only. Now, I have seen it locally cheaper than that. Okay. So, um, for where I live, the eBay price might be just a little bit high. Okay. So, would we say this, like, we're not really saying these are hidden gems, right? That's not, that's not the goal of the spotlight? No, this is just a game that I think is fun to play. Um, I have some couple of reasons why I like it. Um... I know a lot of people who like puzzle games who like this because it's just a little bit different than what you might think of as your normal puzzle game being Tetris or Dr. Mario. Okay. So this game is, uh, say it again, what is it? It's Kickle Cubicle. And who made that game? Uh, I always say this wrong. It's Irem. Okay. I-R-E-M. I-R-E-M. I'm pretty sure that's how it's pronounced. I've never really heard it pronounced on anything. Yeah. And well, I mean, and pronunciation is going to vary from... You know, region to region, so... Uh, exactly. It's, for all of you uh, pronunciation Nazis out there, uh, I-R-E-M. Uh, also, just stop that. Nobody likes it. Just, you know what we're talking about. Yeah, I've done my very best. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Kickle Cubicle by Irem. Tell us more about it. Well, it's a puzzle-type game. It's a single-player. Um, why I like this one is, in a way, it almost reminds me loosely of Chip's Challenge. I don't know Chip's Challenge. You don't know Chip's Challenge? This was like way back when computers were like <laughs> prehistoric. I don't even remember what year it was. But this kind of reminds me of it. It's a puzzle type game and you want to collect all of these magic bags. I'm sure they have a specific name. Um, and you go through different levels. So I believe there's four different lands and there's different levels composed of each of them. And at the end, um, there's a boss battle, but in each of these levels to get to the end of that land, you're basically completing a puzzle. 
Um, so when enemies get in your way, you can throw little ice blocks at them. Um, it's just kind of a fun, different take on a puzzle game. I like it because I'm not, I'm really not a Tetris fan. <laughs> oh, I, I'm terrible at Tetris. In fact, uh, and, and Dr. Mario especially. I'm really bad at Dr. Mario. So for me, there aren't a whole lot of um, puzzle games that I really like because I just don't like that sort of element. I find Tetris really, like, really frustrating. Yeah, I'm like... I can get by on Tetris, but Dr. Mario, um, I don't, like, Dr. Mario, I, I, something fundamentally I do wrong about that game is I look at it left to right instead of up and down, and I don't know why that is. Okay. Uh, And so when I'm trying to play it, my wife is, is very good at it, and she has, like, Dr. Luigi and stuff on the, the Wii U, um, and on the Wii, my wife and my, one of my good friends, they... Sometimes will make me play Dr. Mario so they can yeah. laugh at me. Oh, I'm, no. I'm not even kidding because they find it's so weird the way I play. And they're like, they're harassing me as I do it. Then I can't concentrate. And I'm like, okay. Just like making a fool of myself and Dr. Mario trying to do it right to left. They're like, no, you have to go up and down. And I just can't. Uh, my brain just doesn't orient it that way. I feel like if I turn the screen sideways, I would be doing a lot better. Well, yeah, for me, like I said, just not being a Tetris fan um, or Dr. Mario or anything like that. If you're looking for a puzzle game that's a little bit different, this is great to give it a try. Um, It does get, I find, quite hard as you go on. Um, But, you know, if you're looking for something, just kind of sit down, play, relax. It's it's a fun playthrough and a little bit of a different departure from the typical kind of puzzle game. And this is on the Nintendo, correct, Uh, NES? Yes, it is. Okay, and... Is this game, I'm not very familiar with it, I mean, I know what the box art and stuff looks like, Um, but is this kind of like Lolo? Um, You played Lolo? I'm not, I haven't played a whole lot of Lolo, so I can't really say I'm I'm terrible for when, like I said, when I find a puzzle game. I played Lolo some, I I do like it. I don't know how much I would say it's the same. I, I guess it reminds me so much of Chip's Challenge, I have a kind of a hard departure comparing it comparing it with anything else okay that's fair yeah i don't know any like i said never heard of chip challenge i uh did not really grow up with a computer so kind of outside of my realm yeah and i like i've heard people say yeah i feel like it's the same as lolo and then there are people who really love lolo that nothing is the same as lolo yeah well i guess um like the way i imagine it, it like and i think this is kind of kind of Lolo-esque, but it would be also be a nice alternative if you're looking for something like Lolo. Because um, as you get to like 2 and 3, Lolo gets a little bit more expensive than this game, it sounds like. Yes, this is kind of a nice, easy pickup without breaking the bank. Something different to play. Um, like I said, if you want something from the get away from the Dr. Mario, it's, it's good to kind of switch it up. It's a good puzzle game. Nice. Okay, so... I have to ask um, because I, you know, I do know what the box looks like. Yes. Are there animated vegetables in this game? There are, which makes it all that much more special for anybody who knows my love of animated vegetables in games. So, would you say you started playing this game because of animated vegetables, or did you find out after there was animated vegetables in it? 
Actually, I found out after. I had never even heard about this game until I started collecting NES and the the box art and the cover art, and it's adorable. So I was like, okay, well, this should be good. I'm going to give it a try. Like I said, I'm not a huge puzzle game person, and it wasn't until I started playing that I realized that there were animated vegetables. So that makes it, in my books, all that much more better. Okay, so you're giving this game an A for animated vegetables. Yes, it, it does rank very high in my scale of animated vegetables. Okay. All right, everybody. Kickle Cubicle by Irem, which um, I think it's... It wasn't an early release. I think it's like a mid-release on the NES. I think like 1990. Yeah, it's September, I think. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. 90, 91, around thereabouts. But I want to move on to... Um, kind of retro news and kind of not retro news um but something that's near and dear to my heart and it angers me final fantasy 7 remake is being split up into multiple episodes okay okay there's also no turn-based combat i was super excited about a remake for final fantasy 7 for a long time right this is the game i bought a playstation for and now all of a sudden uh square is in its infinite wisdom you know has decided to kind of change this up a little bit change the game i mean it was everybody i mean it's one of the best selling games of all time it you know uh universally loved critical darling now we're messing with the chemistry of the game i think they said something about the turn-based combat like oh well people have kind of moved on from that and i've heard kind of reviewers say like oh well we're not like really into the turn-based combat anymore but i would like to point out that the last time a final fantasy game was good there was turn-based combat i think it's kind of universally agreed that uh final fantasy games have gotten much worse since seven i know some people say eight they like eight but that is so weird to me um just a a weird departure uh some people kind of like nine but then at 10 it like definitely goes off the rails and then 10 and 10 2 and 11 and 12 and 14 and 13 and the you know the weird online game and then the second online one which i heard is pretty good i don't know if that's 14 the second online one but i heard that one's fine and kind of more like the original final fantasies but i would like to point out that Those Final Fantasies that were good, you know, the favorites being like Final Fantasy VI or III, you know, depending on which um, system you're, uh, which region you were in, you know, VI is the Japanese numbering, III is what it was here in America on the Super Nintendo, uh, argued as the best Final Fantasy game up there with VII, and also uh, Final Fantasy II or IV in Japan, uh, argued as one of the best games. Turn-based combat non-episodic in fact they they did final fantasy for um like a remake uh on the psp and the wii u that had like the after years and that was kind of an episodic thing and that i hated that final fantasy 4 is one of my favorite games and i hated playing episodic like extra editions of that and that was for additional content i'm not even talking about the main game so like one of the cool things about final fantasy 7 was you got in your airship and you could go anywhere over this whole big world there was a lot of exploring so i don't know i don't know how we break this up really into episodes i mean there's a few key scenes in it where i guess you could start an episode break 
but uh, yeah, I'm not happy about this. Have you have you heard? Yes, and um, I've kind of got that consensus across the board from everybody I've talked to that they're not really happy about this. Like, was this a big shock for you? Like, were you like, oh, this sucks? It wasn't a shock because I know that Square Enix can mess up anything, um, even Final Fantasy VII. Uh, you know, it's kind of like, well, I'm not surprised. I'm just sad. And do you think it'll translate well? Like, I, I, no. I know you've got a big love for Final Fantasy, so are people going to see through these X amount of parts they're going to break it up into now? It feels like a freaking money grab. And it's, look, I don't have a problem paying money for games, clearly. I own, like, five versions of Final Fantasy VII. I don't mind shelling out some cash. Just, you know, give me just, like... It seems like it, look, it could be a lot of things, right? Like if we wanted to sit around and think about why Square Enix, the business, would do this, maybe they've got bad quarterly reports coming and they know they can develop a third of a game or that, you know, they've got most of the assets done so they can release a third of the game or a fourth of the game, whatever, and get it out and get some earnings in the books and start turning on the cash machine. So maybe that's it. Like, it's like if that's the reason... That's just, I mean, that's sad for everybody, but I guess I can, I guess I can understand, but that's really half-assed. Um, and if it's the other version where they're just like, oh, well, we can just nickel and dime our player base, like, that makes me feel like, oh, are there going to be in-game charges too? Is there going to be more, like, how much is this game going to cost me? Like, if they just said it needed to be $100, I would rather just pay the $100 all at once rather than kind of feel like they're twisting twisting the arm on me just you know so I, are you going to commit to buying any part of it like do you want to know if it's absolutely terrible as you're expecting or are you just gonna boycott it or you know i i mean i'm probably not gonna boycott it but i you know i don't know what to do about this game it's super frustrating um i don't know i don't know what the what the split's going to be like and no one does right they don't they didn't even tell us how many parts it's going to be um split up into you know they they haven't said um they've just said oh it's it's going to be episodic congratulations hooray for us do you have any guess on how many parts you think they're going to split it up into you know i'm not really sure maybe three it was three discs uh, possibly four. Four is a, a normal split, but who can say? And are they going to charge full price for each? I just don't know what they're doing. Okay. Um, uh, Square Enix updated uh, a reply to this and the, about the um, games being episodic, and they said, it means instead of concluding in one entry, multiple entries are being considered in development. Each entry will have its own unique story. As a gaming experience, each entry will have the volume of content equal to a full-sized game. Which is a confusing statement because Final Fantasy VII is a complete game. So if you cut it up into parts, that's not that's a part of a game, right? Am I, right. Maybe my math is wrong. No, no, I agree. I, I think that's a good way of looking at it. So, like, you know, oh, was Final Fantasy VII too big for you? Like, your PS1 game is, I mean, uh, look. Final Fantasy VII was, it was long, like, right? You could log 100 hours into that game if you really wanted to. Some of us may have done that. Some of us may not have had much to do when they were 18. And, <laughs> um, yeah. 
I may have just broken up with a girlfriend at the time and found myself with an inordinate amount of free time that I gave to Final Fantasy VII instead. That may have happened. And uh, that may make, for you, this situation that much more frustrating. Um, yeah, it's kind of it just feels bad. Like, I don't even know if I have time to play through Final Fantasy VII again, but I would like to imagine that at some point uh, I would get through all of it um, and it would all be there. So, I, I mean, episodically it probably doesn't hurt me that much because I just don't have as much time in my life uh, as a full adult with a career and stuff, which to dedicate, you know, 10 hours in a day to gaming. It's happened. Yeah, that doesn't I mean, happen it, now, right? Right. I'm, well, it happens occasionally and usually at the cost of sleep and uh, the expense of my uh, my social life. But, um, yeah, it's not it's usually not my best decision, making what I spend over like six hours gaming in one day. Right. And what do you think, uh, there's a little bit of uh, controversy about now, it looks quite a bit different visually. What do you think about that? Uh, I'm not in love with the visual style. Uh, look, it's not like I wanted Cloud with like blocky arms, but I haven't liked the visual direction of the game since it moved to like the Advent Children format. It's not something I enjoy, like Cloud with his like weird skinny arms and giant sword. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, I think Barrett looks fine. I just don't understand, like, just don't understand how he how he looks. You know, I, it's almost the same, but you know. He's also got, like, the 90s baggy pants on, like, that 90s, early 2000, like, super baggy pants, and then, like, yes. you know, like, a tank top. Like, it's just, like, the, the the character model's fine. It's just, like, how thin his arms are. It just, the more real it looks, the more impractical the sword looks to me. It right. kind of, you know, like, too much realism. Like, okay, that's that's weird, so... Like, when when he gets red, like, is red going to run around and look hyper real? How's that supposed to be? You know, I, yeah. Anyways, that, that's that's like a quibble, you know, So it would just have me. to be phenomenal for it to make up for all these things that you're not happy about. No, I mean, I'm just, I'm just an entitled game nerd. So I'm just, I'm complaining. I mean, maybe, maybe it'll be great. I don't see that right now. I don't like the lack of turn-based combat. I don't like the visual look. I don't like it being broken into episodes. Um, But I I like what the story is, um, you know, inherently. And I enjoyed a lot of aspects of the game. So hopefully all those good things outshine some of these decisions final fantasy 7 by by no means was a perfect game right had a lot of had a lot of flaws even though i thought it was awesome like being able to get through knights of the round in under five minutes will be nice you know whenever you cast any of your materia spells you don't have to watch a freaking four minute movie seven times a battle because you can't like heaven forbid you've cloned someone and they're both doing like three minute long materia spells it's like just get up and make a sandwich and or, you know go somewhere in fact now that i think about it i don't even know how we got through that back in the day like now i guess i would pick up my phone and look at instagram or or the internet but before you just really had to sit there yeah wait for your spell to be cast it took a long time well i'm interested to hear once this actually you know you've played through this and everything how you feel about it and if it if your opinion changes from what it is now to what it might be after some gameplay yeah i i mean i'm i'm pretty interested i i 
I'm going to play the first episode at least. But also, I hate that it's going to be like an episode. Does that mean I have to wait like six months to a year to get a full release of it on a disc? I mean... Oh, wouldn't what? that be frustrating? Yeah. Well, I mean, you think about it, that's how it's going to have to be. Or are they releasing yeah. each episode on a disc? Does this mean... And what's the pricing structure going to be like? Are we like looking at like $15 per episode now? Or they're saying they've got the content of a full-size game, which makes me kind of feel like it's going to be a $50 or $60 game all of a sudden, and it's going to be one-fourth of Final Fantasy Seven. You know, I'm I'm worried about a lot of these things, and I put nothing past Square Enix because they are a bunch of shitbags. Um, <laughs> you know, just ruining things for the last ten years. It's like, ugh, which is hard for me, right? Because I I love Final Fantasy series, like pretty much right up until the end of Final Fantasy VII. Loved it, and then literally it was like someone flipped a switch. We got to Final Fantasy VIII, and I was just like. Wow, I hate this. And then nine, I was okay with. And literally, for that, it was just like I hate all of these games. I got through most of twelve, but I couldn't even stomach that game. It was just like I'm, I'm over it. Even try like here's how sick I am. I even tried to play the online version like on the PS2, where you had to like plug in the hard drive and sign in and do all this like obnoxious stuff through the PS2. I even did that for a little while and it was just like hoping to to find final fantasy again and really the only time it i ever get any of that magic back is when um a remake comes out on the ds or or on the game boy i really like those i even played through final fantasy 2 or 4 on the ipad just because i never played through a game on the ipad so i figured that would be one i mean i've played through these games a lot um yeah. Well, then I'm interested to hear your your follow-up after you have played in an episode down the road, because I'm, I'm interested to see what you actually think of it once you've got it in your hands. Yeah, I'm going to try and not read reviews of it uh, when it comes out. I, I don't want to spoil my first impression, because um, it's not what people expect. I know it's not going to be what I expect, but I'm going to try and go into it at least giving it its fair shot and let it do whatever they've uh, designed it to do and see if that grabs me. I'm pretty good about doing that stuff, even though I have the this is initial bad impression. So we'll see. Uh, but again, only only time will tell. And I guess, I mean, I haven't looked too hard, but I don't know if they said when the first one's going to come out or when oh. the first episode is going to come out. But... Um, I guess we'll have plenty of time to keep updating that because I, I don't think it'll be. It doesn't feel like it's exactly eminent. No, and I think there's probably going to be a lot about it for the next little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so no, I'm interested to see what you think once you've played it. All right, well, that's our talk on Final Fantasy VII. Um, any other news you have that you want to share? No, I think for me that's the that's the big thing. Everything I've been hearing about or people have had a, an opinion about seems to be the bigger thing associated with it right now. Okay, um, we'll say that we we did a suggestion thread. Um, we we have looked at it. And we're still taking some of them under consideration. Um, the Kickle Cubicle, the Game Spotlight that we did on that was basically a way for us to uh, throw out. Like, we don't want to say hidden gem, you know that. One, that just causes an argument. Two, 
um, we're not trying to make anything more expensive. We're just trying to give people options. Uh, you know, how many threads have you seen where, oh no, somebody, some YouTube internet famous video game person said, this game is something, and then all of a sudden it was $100 more expensive than you thought it was like a week later. So yeah, and I don't want to have that happen. <laughs> no, that's not, you know, that's not what we're after. Um, so we won't really use it as that. Um, we will kind of use it just to maybe underappreciated or less talked about games. Because, uh, look, you can go on Instagram all day long and see pictures of Zelda and Final Fantasy and Castlevania and Metroid, you know, that that you can do all day. So we're going to use it to kind of spotlight a few of those. Not to saying that we aren't wouldn't t- touch some of those games with the spotlight, just we would do that more sparingly. Yeah, just uh, I want to kind of bring to the forefront maybe some cool games that are fun to play, but not maybe the ones that you think of right off the top of your head. Okay, and I would also like to say if you're listening... I am doing the countdown um, to Star Wars on my Instagram page. That's Johnny, J-O-H-N-N-Y, underscore I-U-C-C-I. That's just something I'm doing where, you know, Star Wars comes out on the 18th. Uh, By the time this releases, we'll probably have like five or six days left until it it comes out. Um, And I'm just throwing up posts with some random merch and a Star Wars game that I've played until we get there and then pretty much at the end of that or it won't even quite be the end it'll be before the end that i'm also going to kick off some christmas posts where i kind of feature a christmas game um so look forward to that as well awesome what do you got going on on instagram anything um i've just been posting either some games that i love or games that i've been playing i've been lucky out with some really good luck finding some stuff locally so um a good amount of my posts have been new things i've been adding to the collection which is the worst possible time during christmas but i can't pass up a good deal (laughs) right yeah i've seen i've seen some of your your goodness that you've been posting that harvest moon was a especially nice find yes and uh it just I don't know, just good luck lately, and um, it just, I can't pass it up, Christmas or not, <laughs> maybe there won't be as many things under the tree, but there will be lots of things in the game room. <laughs> All right. Lots of things on the shelf, less under the tree. That's fine, that's okay. That's I'm an adult a... now, I don't need it under the tree. Oh, I, I still kind of like it under the tree. Uh, but well, that's fair. The last time I opened a video game under the tree was like quite a while ago. People I figure if I'm... kind of stay away from that for me, they're like, I have no idea. We'll just buy you something else. Well, you don't have a whole lot left. <laughs> I, there's so many. How will I ever get over 6,000 games if I stop buying now? Well, I suppose that's true, right? Right. Okay. So if you're in Canada, you can just send Johnny some, you know, Mattel boxes. He'll be happy with that. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I love <laughs> Mattel boxes. Yeah, or, Canada exclusive. <laughs> or any of the Canadian releases that have the red band on top which is something we can talk about I've, I've shown the final fantasy that has the red band on top um some of the games and i don't know why it is that were re- you know released in both territories some of their reprints when they went to, to canada they got a printing that had both english and french on them and then had the red stripe across the top yeah they're really neat so yeah i like those a lot um all right i think that does it for our show tonight So I'm going to go ahead and sign off. Thanks for listening. Any last words, Kat? 
Um, nope, just check us out on Instagram. Um, we're always posting some great content, and, and let us know what you think of the episode. All right, and Kat, what's your Instagram name so they can find you? It's Katsylvania, K-A-T-S-E-L-V-A-N-I-A. We are still looking to bring people on the show. We're looking for people who are specialists. We haven't ruled anyone out yet, but if you've got an interesting slant on video game or if you collect something really specific, if you're the guy who has like 500 Jurassic Park games, um, we want to know why and, and how and like what what type of collector, what <laughs> brought you to that. So, um, you know, it doesn't just have to be, you don't just have to have a ton of games to come uh, be a guest here. You just have a point of view. So we look forward to talking to you and we'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.